there's the stink wave going and, and a couple of flies around you. I'm just saying that that would be funny because no one's showering. Be subtle every once in a while. Yeah. Ex- oh, yeah. So you can't be constant. Yeah. It would just be every, every, every uh, so often there you, you would get a little ping uh, that would say accept or don't accept just in case you're, you know, you're demonstrating something and it's, it's really important, but you don't want to like really take off the, uh, uh, the background. Then you could just let the ping run for your, uh, for the stink flies because who showers? Who showers in COVID? No one. No one showers. Next I, I've, I've, tr- I've tried to. Um, it doesn't happen all the time. And my, today, my wife showers every day. I, I, I've been good lately. <laughs> but um, yeah. I feel like if you have to caveat, then you haven't been good at all. <laughs> uh, I, there, was, there was a stint there where I was like definitely taking some liberties. Although going back, call back to um, the washer machine episode. Wait, are we? Are, are is this for the the? Pod? We don't have to know, but no, my no, washing machine, my yeah, washing machine's up? getting delivered, uh, and that you may pick up on that. Um, okay. <laughs> when they come here, uh, okay. they were this morning, but they're coming, and that's how long it took. Um, that's how long. When did you it order took. that? I don't know. When did we record that pod? We recorded that pod. Like it was like the third episode we'd ever done so, yeah, so that was so that like october August, september yeah yeah i was about to say yeah. like, that's like september of that's how long it's taken. yeah that's oh jesus that's, that's right that's rough it's friday it's 80 degrees out it's not 80 degrees it's it, well yeah yeah you're right it might be 80 degrees it's it just feels so humid that i i never it count that i never count that as like actual temperature I'm like that's false temperature. It's like really well, it's 30, but the temperature, the humidity makes you feel like it's a sweltering. Temp. No, the, the temp right now is 80. At least where I am. Oh, that's impressive. Well, you're down south, you know. So no, I'm not. I yeah, mean, you're I'm like, s- you're south. You're just, I mean, you're in the south. It's a south Jersey. South. That's what you got now. You, you lost your New York leverage, and now you're just gonna you're gonna pull the South Jersey I am, card. I, am, <laughs> I need something. Yeah, it's too much. It's too ingrained in my persona too. Mm-hmm. I have to be elitist against something. <laughs> um, what are we going to do today? What are we going to talk about today? What do you got? You you finally, for the first time in what I feel has been a year, have That's, topics. Well, and, you know, it might actually be the year, you know, technically <laughs> speaking. And uh, let's let's give you the room to run with those topics. What do you? What we'll do, you do a few. How about we go back and forth? I like it when we both react. I do. Let's, I do like let's give it. the I listeners the diversity. The variety okay. of the episode where we both react to each other. We're not going to so. rob the listener of anything. Listener, you are getting <laughs> everything you pay for. Every <laughs> <Yeah>. dime. <laughs> pay for. <laughs> uh, all right. So <clears throat> this one. So I've read this a while ago, as I've been mentioning on several of these episodes. I've had a running list that I haven't been able to get to. But this one stuck out to me. So it's a Reuters article uh, titled U.S. and Canada Underestimating Climate Risk from Abandoned Oil and Gas Wells. Have you heard of this? Yeah. I mean, um, I haven't heard about it from abandoned oil and gas. Maybe that's what's interesting here. There is a lot of talk about this uh, with nuclear waste, like abandoned nuclear plants. So, yeah, and I and I can understand that. Um, and even this, like the idea of an oil and gas well isn't really what grabbed my attention. And I'll get into oh, okay. it in a sec. But what's hard for me to grasp is the sheer number of wells. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Hit me with that. Did you- I wasn't aware of the extent okay. that we drilled the earth. Um, and I'm curious, do you even have a guess just like off the top of your head? I couldn't even know. No, I, I, I mean, I could throw out something because based on the, your throw reaction, out something and we'll, and I'll tell you it later, but we'll, we'll throw it out. 
How many wells do you think we drilled in the in the U.S.? Oh, wait, is this just the U.S. or the global? You could do U.S. and Canada. U.S. and Canada. Okay. Well, okay. U.S. and Canada. Um, I'm going to go with 35,000. Okay. So let's contextualize methane a little bit. Let me start there just so everyone, so, so we're on the same page. Okay. Methane has more than 80 times the warming potential of carbon dioxide in its first 20 years in the atmosphere. So just want to throw that out there because that's kind of what's, what's driving everything. So after more than a century of drilling, right? So after a little more than 100 years of drilling, methane is leaking out of more than 4 million abandoned oil and gas wells in the U.S. and Canada. Okay. All right. That's yeah, crazy, isn't me. it? Yeah, you got me. I four million. I feel like if I didn't ask you that, you'd have been like, "Yeah, that sounds about right." <laughs> oh, you know me so well. I can't, I can't say I wouldn't ask. It's like four million. Yeah. Four million, dude. Isn't that's that actually, nuts? Yeah, that's nuts. That's. I, I never would have believed it if I didn't I can't read it mentally, in an article. I can't like if, if I if a friend or family was to say that, I'd be like, "No, I'm fact checking." No I way. can't wrap my head around it. To be honest, I I can't. Even wow that that's that's shocking it's it, I, I the fact that there are a million holes like what is this so these can you can you give the listener like an idea of like what a, a well looks like like how like what like how large one is or you know yeah i mean that's a i mean that's a really great question no i don't ha- i don't have an understanding of okay. the diversity of wells um yeah. in terms of what they all look like i will say in the promo for this uh episode i will post the reuters article they do have a picture of it Okay. And I can ping it to you yeah, ping um, or a picture of a well. So what I'm getting at is I don't know if that's um, representative of all wells right, and they right, do say fair. oil and gas. Mm-hmm. And this one in particular that I just pinged you is a gas well. And so I guess maybe an oil well is the type you would see. Oh, would it's small. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So, so listener, what, I mean, it's, what is it about two, three feet across? Maybe. Four feet yeah, it's hard so to that tell. Makes sense. But in my head, I'm thinking of like I don't know. I'm thinking of like a coal mine, maybe, or uh, like a, some sort of like quartz mine. You know, something where you're you're buying like stone. Like you've got this massive gaping hole in the earth that you you know. I didn't realize these are going to be. This is a relatively tiny footprint. It makes sense then how easily these can be abandoned because I'm sure the tracking on these once once the money's out or you know people are no longer. Whoever owned it basically is is no longer occupying it for whatever reason. I can see how it must be difficult to keep track of something so tiny. Yeah, and it doesn't really go into <clears throat> whether or not these are commercial, residential, or maybe it doesn't. I had missed it, or what it mm-hmm. may have been. But there are four over four million oil and gas wells in the U.S. that are abandoned, and in 2019, methane emissions from abandoned wells were included for the first time. Oh. In U.S. and Canadian greenhouse gas inventories submitted to the United Nations. Okay. So for the first time, so methane leaking out of the more than four million wells in the U.S. and Canada is a far greater contributor to climate change than the government estimates have suggested up until now. And then it goes on to say, Canada has underestimated methane emissions from its abandoned wells by as much as one hundred and fifty percent, because sixty thousand wells were undocumented. To your point. Yeah, And the U.S. has underestimated it by about 20%, which is about 500,000 undocumented wells. Does, does that mean we're better than Canada? I mean, you would 
and I guess it's a matter of perspective, but the percentage is better, but the volume <laughs> it represents is way worse, 500,000 to 60,000. Um, so uh, it's almost like, yeah, when you're, yeah. If, you're, if you want to fudge the numbers, you can do your narrative, but no, it's worse. It's, it's most definitely worse. Um, and then to, to add to all of this, the emissions measurements um, were not, so all this stuff mm-hmm. is not available from major oil and gas producing states and provinces like Texas and Alberta. So it's likely much, much worse. So like all these numbers I told you don't yeah. include the big gas and oil producers like Texas and Alberta. That's problematic. Yeah. And That's so none of that. And the whole thing is that, again, going back to the title of the article, mm-hmm. underestimating climate risk from abandoned oil wells, uh, oil and gas wells because of the amount of methane which that's being leaked out from each of these, which is 80 times more potent than carbon dioxide. And none mm-hmm. of that's being calculated into climate change models. It's been reported for the first time in 2019. Right, right. But I mean, last year, are there any models that have included it to kind of give us a perspective like where like what if you're saying this is worse than co2 um i mean what what is the percentage in terms of its contribution to climate change at this point like does anyone have at least a speculation or is just throwing out some sort of well as methane as a whole or yeah well i mean like this this problem like like is this is this has this now trumped it is this like the leading contributor to climate change at this point now or is it i'm not so the article doesn't go into that this article is from january 20 20th 2021 okay and it It doesn't go i I don't think they know i think that to this point they're just being reported in 2019 now they have to analyze the data and probably come up with something this report this article is all about dude Four million things never have never been factored in mm-hmm. to to climate risk, um, and that that was that was concerning me. Hmm. And I don't know where that kind of leaves us. Well, I, I mean, I feel like <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a depressing. Um, it leaves us. At, well, look, I think it leaves us in a situation where you know you have people out there that are sounding the alarm to say like it. We're beyond the 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 point of return right there, there are people out there who are just like look it's over uh you, we can try to do the best we can to mitigate but the trajectory that we're on uh you know this is a this is a this is the titanic and the iceberg is just it's just up ahead so i mean it i feel like it, if anything it adds more credence to that argument even though those people probably weren't even talking about this which is what I, that's what i think is scary is that there are already people out there who are like this you know this party is almost over and then you're adding in something like this and it's it's yeah at, at that point i don't know where you i don't know where you go now i mean we're not we're not we're not trying to be fatalistic here and say you know all you know attempts at curbing uh climate change should just be abandoned because uh you know just what do you what do you what does that say we'll rock it till the wheels fall off we're, we're, no one's advocating for that uh you know we should just we should always be attempting <laughs> to do better uh which is now going to be a new but I think that's going to be my new motto in this uh, in the podcast. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, I, I think it's chilling. Uh, to me, I feel like it's chilling, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see how the world receives the new models once all this has been incorporated, uh, and and how like certain countries might respond. So, I mean, would you say though that the U.S. and Canada are the biggest offenders in this in this space? So now you. I was going to actually add, I was going to reply to your comment that you were just making. Um, and then you kind of asked it in a different way. I was going to say, I wonder if, mm-hmm. you know how we always say that like 
a country like China, who's industrializing on a, on a large scale yeah. now, or some others like that are transitioning. Yeah. We did, you know, a while ago. Yeah. And we're trying to say like, you know, you guys are the biggest defenders, even though we kind of are. Um, I wonder if this now puts us ahead of everyone mm-hmm. now that they be factored in. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm assuming because it's the article is calling out the reporting of this data and it's not going into who are the biggest offenders globally of methane yeah. um, and methane derived from gas yeah. and oil wells. Because we so, probably don't know. That's yeah. What it is. We just don't I, I don't know. think, I don't think everyone, I mean, look, we weren't even reporting it. So do you think yeah. other countries are reporting it? So yeah. not to say that that's some kind of standard, but uh, you know, we're the ones usually calling people out for stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. And I don't know. Yeah. And, and what I was wondering too is regardless of where the methane is coming from, methane is being measured. Climate models are trying to predict uh, the, the rate at which things are changing and trying to understand the catalysts behind it, mm-hmm. whether it's, uh, you know, uh, industrial, what do they call it? Uh, industrial farming. Is that, is that a term or am I getting that wrong? Uh, or, what are you trying to discuss? I'm trying to say like the, 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 the sources of our, greenhouse gases of oh, okay. pollution. Yeah, right. Um, so you have all this stuff in the atmosphere, but, yes, but yes, you have your farming, trend, sure. you have your industrial farming, you have your pollution yeah. or your, um, your Transportate, uh, yeah. transportation mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess almost like, does it, like, does it matter what the sources are in terms of the model's accuracy? That's, or know, is that just, just like yeah. the solution? Like, all right, we thought that all that methane was coming from the cows because look, the cows are yes. creating this much methane and yeah. this is how much is in there. The numbers are a little off, but where else is it coming from? There's only so much coming out of the permafrost or eruptions or whatever it may be. So that's such a good question. I feel like that was another, right. So I feel like in the line of reasoning, the next question was going to be, well, well, have we been incorporating this methane in all the models to date? We just got the source wrong. Like we were just incorrect about where it's coming from, but it's been, it's been part of the modeling since you know yeah the, and it's almost know, the thought of climate change basically it's almost like so good news where oh dude just have to cap these wells and mm. a large source could be could be but is that is that what the article is saying though is that like is it saying that these are these are things that were not previously measured or is it saying that we've always we we've captured the measurement it's just it's like we were like we just the the wells themselves were undocumented so right. in that case, I don't think that their leaking methane had been accounted for. But again, as a right. source of the methane in the atmosphere, right? Because if you're mm-hmm. measuring methane in the atmosphere, it doesn't matter yes, if it doesn't matter methane source from. was documented. I mean, that doesn't right. work. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, this could be an ignorant, ignorant question. But I mean, sometimes, sometimes the way that you're documenting, uh, like, I don't want to say like a, a particular source, but I, I, I wonder if the if you would say all right we believe x amount of methane is produced by the agricultural uh industry so therefore we're going to go there to measure how much of this is being produced via this source that it could be an ignorant question i don't know if you could oh, but maybe that's how they that's calculate the rate of change and they're like all right there's this much methane in the atmosphere that's, that's, that's what i'm saying the rate of change that we're predicting is right. only to x degree yes. because of the sources we have evaluated for, exactly and so maybe the rate of change will that's, be spun off that's yeah, what yeah. that's what that's what because that, i mean i feel like that's what we're talking about when you're you're really talking about that doomsday clock you're talking about it, it's the rate right because it's about the ability to turn everything around and if if the rate is much faster than you originally anticipated it to be, 
it means that you're further along on that that Armageddon path, you know, that Armageddon framework than uh, originally uh, hypothesized. So, I mean, that, that seems to be interesting. It's like, yeah, this could potentially now or they're conjecture. like, oh, wait. Yeah, there's X amount of uh, methane in the atmosphere now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's trending. You know, we've measured it year on year and there's these changes. We know that, you know, let's just say cows are contributing X amount of methane right. and other sources. And now we know, and now we think based on all of that, this is what it's going to look like 10 years from now. And now we have like eight years. Yeah. To, I'm just making numbers up. Yeah. yeah now yeah. they figure out that, oh, crap, actually, there's all these wells we never really knew about that are leaking as well. Now they're, that changes what our forecast of the rate is going to be, where we're going to be in 10 years. Exactly. We're going to, we're going to, no, that's going to be much, much sooner. But again, the problem, other than the sheer volume, 4 million sounds like daunting, but the volume itself, the, the problem itself seems almost like, like lucky in a way, like to end farming or whatever in the way that we do it now and on a, to, to, to turn on a dime just seems un, like impractical for mm-hmm. as, much as it's needed at this instance, it doesn't seem like we're going to get there, yeah. but to start capping wells or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that, I mean, they're abandoned. We just cap them. I mean, I know I'm being really ignorant probably and naive in what I'm saying, but I feel like there's not, probably. do you think that you think it's a difficult task? I, I fi- everything in, in terms is a difficult, but task. in terms of in, in comparison to what other sources may be like, like, pollution yeah. like cars or factories or agriculture or all these other things deforestation all these other things are like monumental shifts capping wells i mean that's i feel like it it depends on it depends on the way in which it, it will be done right like it would be nice to know if the article it would be nice if the article went into how you would go about capping a well because i think that that's what that's what it hinges on well, like private a, property type thing that's exactly it's always about stuff like that is it it's always about a private property and b it's like well if someone's going to start accounting for these abandoned wells, does that mean that's that's a monetary opportunity for somebody? Like, is there are there some companies out there that are like, oh yeah, we we kind of, you know, thanks for finding these for us. We were, you know, we were looking for them. You know, you know, I mean, it's like, are these useless? Like, is this, are these useless resources, or is this stuff that people, you know, if you if they were found, some company's going to try to come in and be like, oh, I'll take ownership of that, and then, you know, now you just, you know, then then things don't get capped, right? Because I mean. That's the other question. If the are they leaking because of ill repair? Like, are they leaking because they haven't been um, properly attended to, and so they're broken down? Or if they were operational, would this still be something that they would be contributing to greenhouse gases? Like, would this would their contribution be basically remain if someone were to just decide to start buying these up and make them operational again? Like, is that an issue? Or is it because they're abandoned that this that we've got this problem? That is a good question. Whether or not they're leaking is a result of their mismanagement, or yes. that's just how much wells leak. Right. We just didn't know about them because they weren't documented. Exactly. That's but you know, they're leaking. They're le- that leak is normal. That you know, that's a normal leak for for a well. I don't. That's know. What I, I wonder if someone could say that. that. That's what I'm trying to say. So like, in, in our heads, or at least in, in your you know in your fantasy, uh, you know, the government just. <laughs> sends out some like some new heroes they they create like the well squad and they're out there uh you know covering up wells and like you know the kids are they're high-fiving children in in, play, in playgrounds and explaining what it's they a do. new g-man and, a gas man yeah exactly exactly it's the uh uh it's 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 um it's something that um shoot who did the um the postman on uh, uh not bill gibson costner costner so yeah. it's like a Co- kevin costner movie the gas man the the, the g-man 
uh, walking across America, saving, saving abandoned, from- abandoned, pri- abandoned yeah. our private property, but abandoned wells. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. One at a time. Um, like Johnny Appleseed or something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's, it, 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 yeah, you're right. It could be a massive boon. It could be, this could be something that's like a fantastic fine time to, time to clean up, or it could turn into another, you know, red, blue boondoggle of a fight over private property and imminent domain and a whole bunch of nasty nonsense so let's let's see we'll follow the space let's see what happens all right all right what do you got uh we could go through one of two um did we we didn't talk i feel like did we talk about the dr seuss stuff or no do you know no, about the dr seuss stuff i do i do know about the dr seuss stuff <laughs> The only Dr. stuff we talked about was swearing in. Don't be so, uh, uh, so uh, mundane about it. Uh, I I just feel like it's a, well, well, yeah, well, no, I mean, and again, I I haven't tracked this because as soon as I heard it and then I I took a moment to think about it, a a company deciding to do something with their own inventory and then blaming that on the government somehow just seemed absurd. I don't think anyone's blaming it on the government, not a or blaming it on the political party. I guess as if oh, that I was mean, playing I, a role. Haven't these already been decommissioned for a while now, and then it just got brought up recently? Uh, I don't. I don't believe they've decommissioned for a while. This is recent that they decided to do this. Um, so, uh, for the listeners who don't know, six Doctor Seuss books um, will stop being published because of racist and insensitive imagery. Uh, the business that preserves and protects the author's legacy uh, basically made a statement. Uh, to take them down. This happened. Uh, let's see here. I think that's happened. Oh, March. This was this article I'm reading here is from March second. So yeah, uh, but the article. Really no, no. The, it yeah. it's being made an issue now. But I. When did that actually happen? When did the publisher decide? Hey, we're not going to do this anymore. It's not like it had anything to do with Democrats. Um. No, it has nothing to do with. It's not a. It's not. But that's a left, how it's. it's but that's how, that it's how it's being, being positioned to you. Really? Yeah. No, no, that's how me. the Republican Party's being positioned. I don't think. It. Yeah, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a political. I. I honestly didn't know that any former politician. Why do you think weighing this, in on it? I just think that. It, I are think you it's, kidding me? Yeah, I think you just, had people reading Doctor Seuss, the senators and congressmen oh, and stuff. Geez. Has that really been happening? Oh Jesus, dude! Know. You need to get out of your bubble. You need to get out <laughs> of your liberal bubble and like experience the really world. Been doing that. That's miserable. That's absolutely miserable. Yeah, man. All that's right. Why well, I mean, look, I don't look know. to see when they when did Dr. Seuss uh, the estate? When did that's they... what I'm trying to figure out here? I mean, it seems like it's fairly recent that they decided to do it. It says, hold on, hold on. Wait, let, look at this. Uh, look, it says even right here. It says Random House Children's Books. Dr. Seuss publisher issued a brief statement on Tuesday. So that was the Tuesday before the, uh, the, the second. Uh, we respect the decision of Dr. Seuss Enterprises and the work of the panel that reviewed this content last year. And their recommendations. So this did happen recently, last year. Yeah, but that's not old. I'm just saying that that's this happened. Old? Why wasn't it an issue last year? Uh, COVID. People didn't get around to it. I don't know. <laughs> it was on their backlog of lists of things. <laughs> it was, it was, that, it yeah. was their topics. They, well, they didn't get to that list of topics yet. Well, it was I, probably. Well, it sounds like it was like uh, a riot having a um, uh, a storming of the Capitol, and then Dr. Seuss was like, it was like the second. Reading a thing right here that says Dr. Seuss Enterprises. Oh, yeah, no, that's no, 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 no. Forget that. That's something happened in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's what I thought. It was like a year old. All right. All right. Like, well, all right so I why mean, didn't I feel like they do still, it then? I feel like this is still recent news in terms of like, I feel like that's, I don't know what, here's the thing. It says last year. It doesn't say when last year. If it was like December, November, they made, they decided to make the move. First of all, it, here's the other thing. 
making the move first of all making the move to decide to stop making these books wouldn't necessarily finalize the production line of books that were either about to be distributed or had recently been distributed that they were maybe either doing recalls or uh yeah i'm just saying there's a number of things it would take time to get these books off the market if that was the intention i'm not talking about that i mean yeah yeah, yeah, the whole logistics of it but the decision was made Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden after the election they need something to distract from sedition right and all of a sudden this becomes a huge deal Mm, interesting and yeah and it's how is it you look at look to see mm. if you can find the the uh, congressman and stuff through a gop reading out of everything like green eggs and ham not even one of the books that was taken i down. did hear about that yes i did hear about someone reading green eggs now and why ham. would they be saying that are they attacking the estate no they're trying to position it that it's some type of liberal agenda but green it's, eggs and ham was not no, it's not, not one, one of the, the books. books. No, no. <laughs> so what? What's the point? What are you trying? No, to, that's trying how to say? absurd it is, and that's why it almost frustrates me to talk about this because it's such a mm. non-issue. It's a great step. Yes, to, that's, like that's what that's all I was doing. Yes, yeah. So we can we can talk about that angle. My frustration, yeah, yeah. is the way that it's being politicized. Yeah, because like, that wow, what a what a what a waste of a. Uh, of an opportunity to like progress, like, progress exactly, and to have a good conversation right into the mud. I mean. Right. It, now it just feels like a dirty topic. You're right. Um, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, I feel I, like I, you yeah. talk about it and you're defending. No, it's because that's my default. It's not anything to do with politics. It's a private mm-hmm. entity. I'm assuming this this is yes, they're saying yep. this doesn't reflect our values. We don't yep. want to profit off of this anymore. And it's our call. And all of a sudden it's like Biden's America. And it's like, geez. <laughs> Listeners, you know, well, anyone who's been listening long enough, they know that when I get caught in that little like <laughs> that little pause, I'm having like three different uh, reactions and I'm not sure which is the which is the correct one to to put forward. I, I do find it interesting and I don't want to get into too much of a tangent on how pot like po- politicians pick and choose when they want to weigh in on what private enterprise tries to do in this country exactly i do i mean i think that that's an interest i think that's an important point to bring up from that perspective i was even i mean again i wasn't channeling this whole concept from that from that uh that standpoint but i think that is interesting to bring to bring it into the into the public discourse because as if as if voters yeah right it has yeah it's yeah that you're right it's pure distraction it's pure distraction there's nothing else to say about it you yeah. know i know you have to defend it you don't even have to rationalize it there's if a private company decides they don't want to they don't want to print books anymore they're well within their rights to do something like that um so let's so. forget about that because that's what i thought you were bringing it up well let's no. get into your point no well it. i mean i was i was just sort of saying it's well uh, yes i was bringing it up more and just like um it's i, I not a, it, it so, is bravo it's like a pat on the back i was just i was trying yeah. to say like it's I, I was i was trying to say that uh it is worth it for uh, companies who produce literature, especially if it's old old literature, to reevaluate it in the context of the modern era, and then to judge what portrayal of people or or of topics they are continuing to put out there. And I think that there's nothing so wrong is, with that. That's what that's what I was trying to say. So this is interesting. So I want to know what your thoughts are because yeah. I feel like it's happening, and I feel like it's happening in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it has to be that like. So I don't know if hybrid is right for more than two. I don't know how that works, but like a hybrid approach, or if it is just like. You know, no, this is the right way. So you have mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss, yeah, banning not banning the books, but removing them from circulation. Yeah, yeah. Then you have Disney, 
who um, just puts a notification at the bottom. This inf- this stuff is uh, um, culturally insensitive, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. what uh, watcher beware. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to take it down because we mm-hmm. think it's a teachable moment type thing. Right. Right. Um, or you have an option which I haven't really seen, but I'm uh, I suspect it will be on its way. Edit it. You just change it. You update mm-hmm. the story. Whether that book, you just change it, or a film, you go back and edit it, or whatever it may be. Yeah. The George Lucas wondering. approach. You, yeah, right. You go into Dumbo and you add ATAT. McClunky. And, you McClunky uh, it. Oh, McClunky. What's that one from? Oh, isn't that wasn't that it? Um, with uh, is Greedo says McClunky now before he. Shoots oh yes, before Han. he shoots Han because yes, that's right because you had to retcon that because Han has to be purely good and can't shoot first. Right, exactly. You, 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 that's, I forgot. Yes. You McClunky. Good, good point. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, so like what three, you know, so now you have those three, um, responses to, to insensitive material. What, what do you, you know, is one right? Do you pick and choose for the right situation? What do you do? I mean, I personally feel that the Dr. Seuss, um, company has taken the correct approach because it's, and this is how I'm going to defend it. When you, I'm not to say that Disney's wrong either, because I, I, I don't feel like we've been in this space long enough to truly understand the effect each of these approaches have on young children and how they will interpret it. But if, just academically, the way I can envision it, I could say that if you remove the books so that they're not just being taught casually, like they're not just landing in the hands of uh, well-intentioned parents and uh and uh, and relatives trying to just you know give their children or give children around them or, or classrooms even for that matter uh good reading material so that you know you're trying to foster the love of reading or, or foster this this nostalgia for uh you know for disney's you know back catalog or what have you because you enjoyed it growing up i think that there's a there's a space for that and i think that if you remove uh things that were just purely insensitive or just do not promote a progressive like a good that are not well-intentioned in the modern lens let's 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 actually say that to promote things that are not well-intentioned based on our modern sensibilities towards race and culture i think that's perfectly fine as long as you allow that material to be purchased from an academic standpoint so like colleges universities grad students writing papers as long as you make that material available in those frameworks in that in that world so that people can study it from an academic standpoint and say that this was you know this is why this was wrong and, and write works about it i think that's completely fine it's i just don't think that but you oh, don't you i think want it's irresponsible that, yeah, you want on. you do want that decision to sit with the company themselves though right you're not saying that the government should have any role in that that's squarely the government, yes the yes yeah, no well, yeah i don't think what i, I don't i don't know if and that so what ever, you're saying is and so what, no, I want to be clear because then yeah, my yeah. next thing would be, so you're saying that if a company decides that something is inappropriate, yes, they take it away from the consumer, but mm-hmm. they still have their like B2B, their business Correct. channel selling I think it. they should allow it. Yes, because that's because context matters, right? Context is king. And I think that when you frame it from an academic standpoint, that's when you could be sure that that's what I'm trying. You're, you're basically doing the absolute best from your point of view as the, as the business provider to make sure that the literature or whatever is in question is trying to be viewed with the best intention for like academic purposes. Whereas so, I think that you're irresponsible if you simply just throw it back into the market and say, well, people can make up their own minds and figure this out. Like people could realize that this depiction of 
uh, you know, of an Asian person or a black person is not, you know, set is not uh, appropriate in the modern day. And they can make that this determination for themselves. I think that that that's not that's not so responsible. Then, I mean, so I mean, does that logic then carry through? Because now with that, like I said, do, do you just pick and choose which one you want to do or is one the right way? And you are kind of hinting or leaning towards Seuss being the right way. So then is that like Disney plus? No, well, let's remove, not say the right. Re- remove Peter Pan, remove well, Aladdin, and right. only allow schools to play it. I'm saying let's not, let's not. I don't think we should frame it in this right or wrong context. I'm framing it in this is probably the most responsible. responsible. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm trying to say here. This is not about what's right or wrong necessarily. This is about what's responsible. And then this is about a private entity taking responsibility for, uh, for their own IP and, and, and then, you know, uh, allowing the consumer base it's so funny how, to, you're, how you're playing this argument you're not wrong you're just irresponsible yes <laughs> well yes i mean <laughs> well look you, to right or wrong it has to be something has to be illegal you know what i'm saying like that's why i don't try to get into these these arguments because then some you know some you know top level armchair uh you know uh pundit can easily just go and be like well it's not illegal you know business guns businesses could do whatever they want it's not you know you see, if you're equating right and wrong to illegal that's, and legal yeah that's, well that's i'm just saying there's not so many, everyone does well i'm well go over and curse people someone do. which is I wrong do. but you it's not illegal so wait say that again you what can you just saying? go like berate someone it's wrong you shouldn't do that but it's not illegal yeah but there are legalities to the degree in which you can berate somebody right libel versus and and what have you so there's so i'm just saying so this is about responsibility this is about taking responsibility for uh for your actions and then i think no, that it's dr seuss has done the appropriate now here's the thing you're right when it comes to disney plus i do actually believe that it's not enough to simply do a disclaimer because i don't think that that's you're not you're not giving enough room in this disclaimer unless it's like a mini documentary before the movie plays as to how the information or the scenes in that film are insensitive i feel like you need a you, you need the you need the the framework of a university setting or a classroom setting or where you what about explore the history and explain why this is this is inappropriate i don't think that's enough so i think that disney is kind of what about having to have the it movie ways what about before the movie plays and i'm if for some reason mm-hmm. this popped in my head there's a mm-hmm. a clip it's something i used to watch all the time when i was little um it's chicken little but like not the recent one there's like an, an original one from like mm-hmm. the, the 40s or 50s i think mm-hmm. it was during world war ii with the nazis and that's what it's actually based on mm-hmm. and it's actually like a dark um it's a dark cartoon in terms of how it goes and ends and everything mm-hmm. um but in the beginning if you were to like look it up on youtube now there's this guy i don't know if he's a film critic or a historian but he tells you that exactly before the thing even starts mm-hmm. he tells you Hey, this is Chicken Little. It's from the '40s. It's based on the, you know, uh, it's like uh, American war propaganda against the Nazis or whatever it may be. But he gives you this whole backstory, and then the film plays. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that would be acceptable. The disclaimer, the reading, where no one's paying attention. It's super small, and you yes, know, it's that's what it's so redundant, or not redundant, so repe- repeated the same way. It just becomes like the fbi warning in the beginning yes, of every film exactly that knows, no, right? it was, it's that like, was exactly so right. it's i wonder if you go through the lengths of saying you get mm-hmm. someone on there and they show you the clips and they're i would like, agree this is irresponsible for this reason yeah and they do contextualize it almost in an academic way but that's, no, it's it, not and in learning and in yeah. uh classroom experience but yeah. You, you're having some semblance of that, and I think that's what they did, though. The, uh, one, if you were to, then add, are you okay to go consumer? Then, well, hold on. Uh, I think that 
that becomes it then it becomes like yeah it becomes like textbooks for consumers it, it does become academic material i bet you if you watch that video on youtube right is what you're talking about i bet you the youtube algorithm classifies that video as educational material because of that intro that's my point that the framework does matter so you're right if they did a nice like 15 minute 20 minute b-roll or uh, b-roll might not be the right terminology but they did something in the beginning to explain exactly why this is where the how this got into the film and why this is insensitive today i think that changes it from a movie about a, a boy who flies to england and steals children to well that's, that's not the controversial part but you know it changes the point of them it changes the whole uh the way you're going to view the movie that's my point the, the way you you accept that movie or the way that you internalize that movie is going to go from a nice cartoon to i'm now watching something historical i'm watching a movie from a cartoon from 19 it, it contextualizes this this it makes you realize this this is this cartoon is from 1930 something or this cartoon is from uh you know an, an earlier period and in that period this is how people viewed such and such and this is why it was wrong i think that it completely changes everything so i, I do believe that that would be a better way of going about it yeah sure. yeah that's interesting I, I would actually i would actually i don't want to i don't want this to come out the wrong way i would enjoy that mm-hmm. um and i would enjoy the conversation that would open up for me to have with whoever i was with at yeah the time yeah um i think it would be a i would think it'd be a more stimulating um environment in that way and and i think it would caution the viewer when watching and absorbing the material, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you wouldn't well, just, and, you wouldn't. And then just you have the whole sensitivity on. training that we're well, right yeah. that we were that we talk about all the time, where but, uh, people don't yeah. know when something's insensitive sometimes, and that would help with that. Well, I'm just trying to. Yes, it would absolutely help with that, and I'm trying to say that it would de-popcornification it. If the like, it, it, does it? Try wow, to, yeah, I don't even know what that means. You well, I'll just say you, know, you, have, you have movies that are like popcorn, right? You just you throw them on, and especially for children, got it. Okay, the movies, the, you know, the kids like Frozen, right? people just throw frozen on for their kids and leave the room, right? Because they just want to listen to the music. They want to sing along. They, it, it just, it's something in the background. It takes that away. You know, you're no longer going to throw on a movie like Peter Pan to just have this, to have that like subtle racial undertones sort of embed into, into like the, the child's mind or whoever the viewers they have to, they have to remove the fast forward function, just like you would when you're doing like on demand, that still takes work. That still takes work. My point is as a parent to throw that on and then fast forward 15 minutes. No, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Even to do that, you say even to do that. So I'm saying it turn, it takes it from something that you just throw on to something you have to say, Oh, are we going to, we're going to throw on Peter Pan. I mean, are we going to watch this? The, you know, this 20 minute, 30, it, that's what I'm saying. It should be long. It should be painful. That's my point. It should be painful in terms of the way it's trying to educate you about this, so that you feel like it's true academic material. Well, let's just, just say, let's say not in the, in the spirit of not demonizing education, let's say it's not painful. Let's say it's Fair. not entertainment. Yes. It's, it's not entertainment. It's not yes, meant sorry. to be you're entertainment. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. Um, I had a question. Mm-hmm. I don't know actually any of the Dr. Seuss books. At least I, I do not like a green eggs and hammer. I'm like, yeah, I know that one. Mm-hmm. I do not recall when I heard them. Like, I'm like, I don't think I ever read any. I've of those. never heard of any of these books. Um, and so I was going to ask because I never read or heard any of them, and I don't really know. I've, I don't know why. I mean, I know that they're offensive because they probably did something in them, but I don't know if it was like the the words or the visuals. It's the visuals. It's all the and, visuals. And it was just depicting minorities yes. assume yes. or something like that. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. It's all it's all based on because I mean Dr. Seuss is heavily visual, right? Yeah. Not yeah. Much in terms of the, well it's the, the rhyming and the right the rhyming. Stuff, but no, it's, but it's, it's 
based on what I'm, I was reading, it's, it's mostly about the visualizations. And have you seen examples of them or no? I just the there i haven't looked though well they had um, them. the dr seuss museum i'm trying to look for where it is in this article but they had a big mural that depict that was like a you know a poor depiction of like of like an asian stereotype and i think that they erased the mural in the museum so it was, it was stuff like that is what i'm trying to say so okay I mean, they, they, they did note, though, they said that The Cat in the Hat, one of Seuss's most popular books, has received criticism, too, but will continue to be published for now. Um, so, you know, they, they definitely sort of pick and chose, like, which ones, despite, you know, they didn't just remove everything that's controversial, like, right off the bat. So, and I can't remember right now why The Cat in the Hat is controversial, but I'm sure if I were to reread it, I could be like, oh, okay now. All right. Didn't expect that. So, we'll see. Yeah, I actually have, um, we bought a we got more than enough books. Uh, the kids got a more of a library than I do. Um, and, but I haven't gotten to those like old ones yet. We're still reading through the new ones. And honestly, I, I, I kind of like some of the new ones. So I haven't really gotten to the ones that, from my childhood yet. Yeah. And I'm very curious to see if they hold up. Cause even when we um, first got Disney plus and we put on Peter Pan and even Pinocchio, I was like, Whoa. Oh yeah, I know. I know. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just, I mean, it, in, in a way it's stuff. so great that things have changed so much where that is like a whoa moment. Yeah. Um, for but some people like, though, for some people, that's, yeah, that's where, no, that's I where the, that. That, right. That's where the conversation comes in is you, you're trying to educate. It's, it, it's not a, it's not, this, this is not really meant for the people who are going to go, whoa, that's not, that's not appropriate. Uh, you know, it's meant for people who just, you know, are not aware. And, and need to be made aware so that's that's why they're doing this so yeah jamie where can they find us guys hit us up retraction media on twitter let us know what you think about this episode rate us on your favorite podcasting platform and yeah let us know if we got anything wrong on this one but i, I really enjoyed this one and that's retraction out <laughs>